0: All right. Well, hey guys, uh, welcome to our little round table. I apologize that we have not done more of these. Uh, we have some really, really, really amazing people in AdLeaks, as you guys know, uh, and we're going to make more of an effort to do these more ongoing now that I have my nice 4K camera so you guys can see me all clearly. <laughs> uh, but uh, I really appreciate you guys for all hopping on. Uh, we have a really all-star cast for you guys today uh, and an opportunity for you guys to get some really, really uh, good insights, especially with all the things that have been happening lately in the ad world. Um, I think that this was a uh, really good timing. Um, uh, so I'll just uh, I'll leave it from there. You guys mostly hopefully know who I am. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on myself here. Uh, so I'll let uh, I'll let uh, you guys take it over from here.
1: I'll jump right after uh, big Tim. So I got my start because of Tim early, early on. This was back in the Facebook ad buyers group. So I'm obviously very, very grateful for the time, the platform, the, the access to people that, that Tim has blessed most of us. that we're learning in this space, but my name is Nick Shackelford. Lately, a lot of my comments and and, uh, back and forth has been obviously around iOS, iOS 14, where I learned a lot of that stuff is actually from the man on this is D Dang as well. So right now it's been been a big focus on content. So a lot of questions or comments around what type of content to launch structuring, specifically around Facebook and other ad accounts is where I will be playing at. Um, And I'll pass this mic on over to Maxwell.
2: What's up, guys? Um, and by the way, Justin, I don't know if you want to just depending on the view. I think because you started it, if you want to have it be like a gallery view, I think you change it on your end because it's right now in the live. It's like just individual speaker, so totally up to you how you want it to. Uh, how do you to do display that, you there? Know? You probably know. Um, so, like, you can on the top right. There's an option to like click gallery view or oh, speaker yep, view.
3: Okay, I see it.
2: So Very I think because cool. it's you started, I think then that should hopefully change it. I could be wrong, but like this we'll is our best a our best bet there. So yeah, hey guys, Max Finn here. Um, I run a company called Unicorn Innovations. We have a uh, info product business. Uh, we now have a, a mastermind business with Mr. Tim Bird. We partnered up on that, which is really exciting with Founders Mastermind. Um, we do consulting performance marketing division. We run performance ads for, for big brands like on at Handicure, Glamnetic. Um, and then the, the thing we're most focused on today is, is building our e-commerce brands, so our portfolio brands. Uh, primarily for the the conservative demographic so we're just uh, we're launching two additional brands in the next quarter there which cool. is really exciting so a lot of, a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. Oh, yeah. Tim, do you want to tell a little bit about the
0: mastermind thing that we're starting? Uh, in okay. a minute let's get, let's get to D first mr Mr. Dang.
4: was good was good. Uh, my name is D uh, Just some schmuck who runs an agency uh, <laughs> it turned 37 my first day. My first day is a thirty-seven-year-old. We'll see how that goes. Today, holy shit! Yeah, dude. Happy birthday, bro! Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah, you oh, yeah, you, man. Don't,
1: you don't. You don't, you don't look at day over twenty-five, my guy. I say oh, you the lost, like
4: you lost twenty pounds, like thinning it's out. The, like uh, it's the Asian. <laughs>
1: I'm
4: it's the Asian. Asian genes, man. I'll get to fifty and then I'll, I'll turn into like a kung fu master, Kill Bill-looking guy. It just coasts and then it just like cliffs off. So there's there's no gradual change whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know r- running e ecom growth agency uh straight agency play we're trying to stick with in our lane for now um we used to be a traffic only agency but now we started to move into a few different directions um we've got email now retention starting to get into the influencer and content play which is always super fun and complex once you start adding a whole bunch of business lines so um very excited to be in this room whole bunch of changes coming up down the pipe with a the stuff that's going on att flock privacy sandbox um, people in the mobile app gaming world are shitting their pants so i think it's super timely to um super timely to have this this call for sure
0: very grateful to be here absolutely well thank you d we're very happy to have you um, so real quick uh, i just want to tell you guys all kind of what's going on with the masterminds and stuff um, so uh, uh, Timber Mastermind, I will be having just a couple more this year, just for the people that pretty much have already purchased uh, before COVID. <laughs> um, but besides that, we are transitioning to Founders Mastermind with Maxwell Finn here. Uh, and it's going to be a business owner mastermind, not Facebook ad specific, uh, not even advertising specific. There will be lots of talk on advertising, obviously, but we will also cover stuff like uh, raising capital, uh, IPOs, tax strategies operations, all the stuff that a business owner really does need to know. Um, So uh, we're going to have some really, honestly, amazing speakers. uh, So I highly recommend that you guys check that out. It's just foundersmastermind.com. We have two events uh, later this year, and then we have Turks and Caicos for the retreat, which is going to be an absolute amazing, uh, amazing thing to go to. So highly recommend it. Um, uh, From there, I think we should start with the, the thing everyone seems to care the most about right now is this iOS 14 uh, so, uh, uh D, you seem to be kind of, uh, the expert here a little bit on that. Um, why don't you kind of go over just a kind of like summary of where we stand currently? Cause things have been changing a lot in the past, like few weeks or so. Yeah, for sure. And I think the caveat also before like any, um,
4: any ex- ex- expounding is really like everything is changing and it's, it's such a anyone's guess right now. So that layer needs to be said first and foremost. And I, I don't know if I'm an expert as much as I'm just like, I've just been collecting as much info from the experts as possible and trying to keep it within a, you know, trying to help it pass the mom so test let's, in my head. So let's, um, so, so
0: let's look at this then. Everyone here on the, uh, everyone here on the, uh, on the call here um, is all, I say all you guys fucking absolutely experts. Um, what have you seen? Uh, what have you guys seen working in the past couple of weeks Uh, uh, to help, uh, you know, to help the fact that uh, Facebook is essentially partially blind in one eye now. Like, have you found any strategies or like, I found a couple things that work. Um, uh, I'll just, I'll just share that to start, I guess. I found a couple. So I've been testing uh, for the past uh, now, probably like week or two. Um, uh, just a few other methods to see, cause just so you guys know uh, the, the long and skinny of this, uh, iOS 14 issue is that Facebook is now blind, uh, in, uh, you know, I don't know what it is, like 30% or something like that of the users. Um, so basically 30% of all the people on Facebook, uh, Facebook does not anymore know what websites they're necessarily going to, if they're checking out and buying stuff off, the, off, off the platform, um, uh, where they're browsing, uh, all sorts of things, where they, Facebook is 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 much more blind than they used to be. Um, so uh, so what I what I wanted to test was hey four or five years ago when Facebook was also very blind because they just their algorithm wasn't good enough yet, uh, the pixel wasn't as advanced, it wasn't picking up metadata and that kind of thing. Um, you know, so I was like, okay, maybe we should go back and try things that were working four or five years ago when the algorithm was kind of in a similar you know a similar area right where it was less advanced. Okay. Uh, So what I have found working uh, currently for the past uh, week or so uh, since I've been testing um, is I did try testing landing page views. It did not work well. Um, uh, So Facebook's algorithm is still a little bit better uh, than it was way back when. Um, However, what I have found is that the event that you choose to optimize for is is making a dramatic difference right now with however the algorithm's working at this very moment. Um, From purchase to complete registration to lead, you're going to get massively uh, different performance. Uh, and, uh, and then what I found also is that, uh, you know, whereas going super broad before was very, very useful because Facebook was getting so good at picking out the purchasers, you know, out of that big audience, um, uh, that uh, I found that now what is working a little bit better is going a little bit less broad um, uh, so that Facebook doesn't have to work as hard, basically. You point them in the right direction a little bit more. So let's say you'd normally go like 18 to 65, all genders or something like that, targeting wise. Uh, Maybe you do like, you know, 21 to 45 uh, men or whatever your kind of more demo is, you know, like that's more whatever your main audience is, if you will. Right. Just go a little more specific. You don't want to get too specific and cut down the audience huge. But I find finding like the two to five million audience size range um, that's a little bit more targeted and turn expansion targeting off. Otherwise, it's just like going broad in the first place. Um, I've seen that doing pretty well. Oh, and. Cutting down on the placements actually has made a massive difference. Cutting down the placements that typically don't convert as well um, has made a massive difference also, because that's part of the algorithm too, is where am I going to uh, convert this user at the best time? When is the best time to convert this user? Is it when they're on their Instagram story or when they're on their Facebook newsfeed um, on desktop, right? That's, two, that, that's a decision Facebook has to make. Um, so I've cut a lot of those placements out. I've cut down the age range, um, basically just uh, gave Facebook less stuff they have to optimize for, and it seems to be doing pretty well.
3: Dee, I, I really liked your video you did where you like dumbed it down with the, um, you know, you use that infographic type thing. And I know you had done a really good infographic based off of what Tim was saying, where as people opt out, as they slowly opt out, the algorithm's going to get stupider and stupider and it's going to start to degrade. Um, have you read anything in terms of like timelines for something like that? Like how quick over time that, that degrade is going to happen or anything like that? From your research
4: yeah totally it's it's so it's it's highly speculative mainly because of the fact that the big question mark is still how many people are going to opt out versus opt-in i mm-hmm. mean there's there's that as a big question mark and then there's another piece that's highly speculative as well which is once facebook user or and, and fa- i mean when we say facebook users it's like billions of people right mm-hmm. and then within that is a subset of like ios users but Once, once those users experience a a much degraded platform where they're seeing like retirement home ads, even though they're in their twenties, are they go, is there going to be this, this, then movement to opt back in again, that's again, highly speculative at the same time, but that, that degradation it's interesting. I was talking to, um, I was in this, I was in this, uh, this chat room where it's a Stanford machine learning instructor. Uh, another machine learning engineer at AWS and also a one of the one of Facebook's recruiters based in New York um, who works solely for the machine learning division. Cool. Um, so we were just you know we we're just shooting the breeze and essentially what they were saying was everything is gearing towards there's so there's so much writing on the wall right like but one of the pieces is if the if the algorithm in its current state, kind of think about it like a creature in its own habitat you kind of optimize for your habitat right so if you have abundance of data the abundance of data abundance of um information you kind of stabilize there and what what's going on is and you'll everyone would have noticed in the past few weeks and months that facebook has been pushing almost like self-imposing what would happen if we go blind when that time comes, they push that code into production. So you start seeing all this volatility and then also all the audiences get a bit weird uh, and the results that come back get a bit weird as well. So what the Stanford guy was saying was it would not be even out of the question for the machine learning team to have to shove in a completely new model oh, to try to you know, like work, work to, towards this. And it's hard because machine learning needs time and data as well. So mm-hmm. you can kind of like, set the model, let the inputs come in, and then you need time to like observe how the model reacts to things. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's gonna be, okay, change, change, change. And if
0: it's not good, you have to I redo mean, it and start again.
4: You gotta redo, you gotta redo the, the, the whole damn <laughs> thing or make these edits, like it, it's, it's, it's a tough gig. So that decay of, uh, of efficiency on the platform in terms of the ability to optimize, it's such a big question mark around what, what type of timeline that decay yeah. is going to take um, and you know to, to Tim's point that's exactly why now going broad seems to be not working in our favor because of these exact reasons so start going into interest start really mm-hmm. making it more finite rather than this open
0: broad thing is, is really going to be the um, it's going to be the name of the game so let me ask you a question D um, where, where I personally see that this this iOS thing might end up Um, Is uh, I could see one possibility would be that it it just keeps getting worse (laughs) uh, and that Facebook has to throw out some uh, brand new algos basically to account for like a 30% loss in overall data, which is huge. Um, uh, But one other way it could go, okay, and the way that I think it will go personally at least, uh, is that they're going to find another way to identify users that gets around the privacy law. Uh, Whether it's like IMEI or uh, just IP address and like location and their best guess kind of thing. Um, there's going to be other uh, other ways they can use a, a, a SHA to, like uh, encryption codes. There's all, there's there's many ways to identify people um, that come to your site uh, beyond needing just that Facebook pixel. Um, uh, and Facebook, for all we know, will also uh, uh, build out their own browser better so that they have control over that as well, and then they can see within it without even having to have the pixel on the page. Um, so uh, if if I'm Facebook right now, I'm looking at this as like, holy fuck, this is really bad. <laughs> uh, all these people are losing lots of money. Like, look at the people, like, look at these communities, like ad buyers and ad leagues where people are like freaking out. That's bad. You know what I mean? Uh, bad for business. <laughs> uh, so if I'm Facebook right now, I'm doing my fucking damnedest to get any part of that data back I can get because that's the instant fix. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, so I'm looking at like every possible way I can identify these users with, uh, legally uh, without having to worry about that iOS crap. So that's what I think they're probably working on. And that's where I think it'll go. As once they can figure it out, it'll get honestly kind of like back to normal, if you will.
1: This is kind of what we were talking about right before we jumped on here. It's like a lot of our brands are going, What is the solution? What are we going to build? Why aren't you guys pushing us to hire us? Why aren't you guys pushing us to wicked reports? Why aren't you pushing us to a tool? It's like, Because that's, that's the that's wrong not the decision. Problem. All these guys want you to do is like lock into a year long contract and we don't want that to happen. We want to wait until the actual chips fall. A lot of the times it's like we have to push people to stop being so page or
0: well those uh, those solutions reliant. are good though you know like a lot of people nick the only like uh, a lot of people in the group probably only rely on their facebook ad reports for reporting so like uh, for them it, it's good to have you know whether it's record reports or whatever some sort of third google analytics even third-party yeah. tracking that you know where at least your conversions are coming from you know what i mean and a lot of well, people it's, don't have uh,
2: it's two different discussions right so one is right that's
0: two the do, data people do people going at, you
2: know, do pe- i would say most people watching right now probably have no idea about any that's going on in their business data-wise because they don't have any right. type of dashboards or reports built out in the right. That's what I'm saying. In All the places. Yeah. So if that's the case, like, yeah, I mean, we have lots. I mean, we use Funnel.io going to data studios to build out like real-time profit and loss dashboards for our businesses, pulling in every cost source, every traffic source, every revenue source. Um, and then we also have a Wicked Reports account because we want to have a, a clear view on the journey of customers, right? So. Mm-hmm. I think it comes down to like why you're using these tools and what these tools are promising. I think if you're, if you're signing up in a year long contract for any tool right now, because of a promise without knowing what's going to happen, that's, that's foolish. Um, If you're, if you're signing up for them, because it's like, Hey, I I want the features it has today, and I need that for my business. Mm -hmm. And as a bonus, maybe they come out with something. That's great. Right. So I think that that's the caveat here. I think like people shouldn't wait to have good practices for their data until it's the, we figure out what's happening. You should figure that out today. And then whatever you need to do, change-wise, pivot-wise, you do when that happens. Um, and there's options, some of them to do month-to-month, right? So if you don't want to lock into a year, but even if you're in a year contract, you'll get value in these tools. They, they all mm-hmm. have value, right? It's not like you lose all the value if something changes with Apple.
0: Yeah, you just, you just can't think that like getting Wicked Reports or any of these others is going to fix the Facebook problem because it Correct. doesn't. It's two separate, totally separate things. Correct. Correct. Wicked Correct. Reports helps you know yeah. what's going on on your end. But it's not feeding any data back to Facebook that Facebook needs. You know what I mean? Um, they're they're totally, totally two separate things. Yeah, and, and that's not not the difficulty it's as well. Facebook
1: right now. That's like we're all, we're, as we're as well. Facebook dudes.
0: Yeah, but. yeah, yeah, yeah I mean uh, exactly. Uh, I, I mean, I personally think that Facebook's going to fix this uh, relatively quickly. I think that's why we've seen a lot of volatil- volatility over the last couple of weeks is because they, they're doing exactly what D said and they are testing different algorithms right now. Um, and the, just like we do, we test different, right? We test different ad sets and campaigns and we have to wait for the data to come in before we can adjust. So they're doing the same thing. They're seeing, hey, how many of our advertisers are basically like upping budgets? How many are lowering budgets? How many are stopping their budget? And that's kind of their view of like customer happiness, if you will, Right. Um, uh, so they're looking at all these, they have their, they have their KPIs, just like we have our KPIs, uh, and they're, believe me, they're working on it. Uh, you know, it's just a matter of how long does it take? But, uh, but yeah, I mean, having a tool like wicked reports or analytics or anything like that is good to have no matter what, honestly, um, especially if you're doing multi, uh, uh you know, multi-channel, um, so you know where your sales are coming from and all that. But, uh, but yeah, that's definitely for yeah. the people out there that is, that will not fix the Facebook problem. I just want to be very clear about that. Um, it will help you know where your sales are coming from. Even if Facebook doesn't necessarily know which ad set or campaign it came from, you'll know and you can go up your budget there. It'll help, um, but Facebook doesn't know and they won't be able to automatically optimize for that. Um, and that's kind of the, 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 the difference, if you will. But, um, I, had a, but I, had a, I don't think any third-party tool could fix this Facebook problem. This is a Facebook problem that Facebook has to fix.
3: Has anybody started testing? I mean, we don't do it because usually iOS users are so higher um, LTV AOV, but has anybody started testing, just excluding Apple devices from campaigns or ad sets?
2: Mm. No, no, I mean, we've gone the opposite. I'll, I'll share a, a, an opinion that probably isn't as, um, like, uh, I would say immediately helpful to people. Cause it's not a hack, but like we focus on, on, on our e-commerce side of like, building a, a business, right? Like we're, we're building a, a business around a, a customer base and we're building something with a, a much bigger time frame in mind than revenue and profit today. Mm-hmm. And, and because of that, we're, we're, focus- we're treating things right now as like developing first-party data, right? It's like, if you can build the, the biggest first-party data pool or one of the biggest ones in a niche or an industry, mm-hmm. you're, you're building a, a mineable asset there's a, a 101 ways that you can monetize it on the road, even if your, your core business has, has issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's one thing I'll say is, I think there's a, a mindset shift that needs to happen here, at least temporarily, uh, of how you look at, at profitability and look at mm-hmm. your business and, and treat it and the timeframes. The second thing I would say is, you know, we've, we've gotten spoiled over the years at how good these platforms have gotten. To make mm-hmm. our jobs easier, right? Like it, it's if mm-hmm. you're if you're just coming into marketing and media buying in 2020, 2021, you think that this is like the easiest thing in the world. Like this is great. Like I can just throw shit up there and Facebook makes me money. Like it's it feels pretty good because it's if only it's it was so that robust. easy though. If if only it was, you know, but but some people there there are a lot of people who have that that viewpoint. You know, there was a time that wasn't too long ago where all this advanced shit didn't exist. Attribute it was a lot more time consuming and resource intensive to track things, to, to figure out where sales are coming from to make money. And it, for us, like we're focusing on creating incredible offers with incredibly engaging landing pages, copy, creative, that we know if we get this in front of our customer, our target person, we have a really good chance of them buying. And so an ex- a perfect example of that is you know pre and post. So we've been involved, like, and I don't want to share too much here, but like pre-shutdown with parlor, we were spending a lot of money with them. We were we're early on their ad platform, we're a good fit mm-hmm. with our brands there. The ad platform there, I, I don't think you can even call it an ad platform. Like just for everyone here, like basically the way to create an ad on parlor, it's all this way today. They just think they, they're kind of relaunching everything, is you paste a link. And it pulls the open graph data in there. So that's where it pulls the image from. You got to put the image in on the landing page. And that's how it pulls the, the headline and the image from the landing page. So you can't model, you can't do anything on the actual app. You got to go in there, create new landing pages and new new metadata. It allows you like three lines of text. There's no pixel, there's no tracking. We use Link Trust set up unique tracking links with sub IDs to track every campaign and every offer. There's no targeting. You just run the ad to everybody on the platform. There's no ad pacing. So okay. They haven't built pacing yet. So, and you can only spend $500 minimum per campaign. So it's 500 bucks at minimum to run a single campaign and it spends it in like five minutes. It's got a little better. I think today it's like going 30 to 40 minutes before it spends our entire $500 per campaign. And there's no insight on the platform. You can't see any data. You have to look on link trust to see what's what's happening over there. Right. Man. With with all of this, right. Pre-shutdown the weekend before everything shut down, we did. $200,000 $200,000 a day for like a four-day period. And I would say a hundred thousand of that came Damn. from parlor on about 15 to $20,000 in spend. Now, again, unique circumstance, right? Our demographic happened to be really there. But the point of that is knowing that our demographic was there and seeing, Hey, their ad platform is non-existent basically, but we know our target demo is there. And all we got to do, we know our product's so good is get it in front of them and mm-hmm. they'll buy. And, and so- I just, that's like a lesson forever to hear. It's like, I, I think you're going to see more and more of that where there's less mature ad platforms that are less advanced, but they're more hyper-targeted. And if your customer base is there, that's where you can advertise, right? And you might not be, it may not be as scalable as Facebook. It might not be as easy as Facebook because it's taking a lot more fucking time. Um, but mm-hmm. th- there's still a ton of opportunity out there if you put the Absolutely. work in, right?
0: No, is it, is, I just is, found that is, interesting. Isn't iOS 14 though impacting uh, not just Facebook, right? It's impacting all the platforms no?
1: It will. Yeah. Yeah. But it still comes down to the fundamentals of good creative, good offer, a good page. Absolutely. Which has always been, this has been on like, I've been down this path for so long now, talking about Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram built businesses that might not have needed to be built. Like they should not have been built. The fact that it was so easy to log in, launch it and go, uh, now we have people going like, well, why isn't this easy? And new people jumping on, or people that are just about to start spending You actually have a better ignorance is bliss at this point. You're not going to know how it used to be. You're only going to know what this current ecosystem is. And to me, when new brands come in, we're just like, listen, we're not talking about your, we're not going to talk about your roast. We're going to talk about how much dollars you have to spend and how much dollars you have to put in the bank. At the end of the day, I want to know what your net profitability is. And we're going to optimize according we're going to use whatever fucking platform we want. And we're going to map towards how many dollars we're able to spend, how much we're able to create content for you. And by the way, just make sure you have a good product in stock. That's that's the conversation. The conversation used to be like screenshots. Have you guys noticed the lack of screenshots that anybody's sharing these days? Because you can't tell. You can't tell, especially when people don't have a 20-day attribution window to pull from mm-hmm. anymore. You're playing with like the one-day That change alone made a huge difference, yeah. So. I mean, nobody's ever gone broke by optimizing on a one-day click. I've never met a person optimizing on a one-day click that went broke. So if you're able to build stories around this and trust me, this is not the easiest thing. Tim, you and I, when we were, when we were spending what well, we were spending on day-to-day basis, we we're going like, keep pushing it. Mm-hmm. Brands weren't even asking us questions about like, should we increase budget? We were just doing it because they know that they're making as much money as they possibly could. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, it's, it's such a, it's, a it's seasons, right? There's reasons and seasons why people spend. And the Absolutely. reasons might be because of a drop or the reason or the season might be because it's, it's your time to shine, but it's, it's definitely more of a veterans game at this point I I really believe on the marketing side and on the brand ownership side which is kind of why you see a lot of the agency teams like similar to us we're building our own shit right like we're spending our money on building our own brands because we've helped so many other people make so much money we're going like it's 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 time right like the we never get the massive highs we never get the massive lows but we never get to own anything on this end, unless you're doing those those big equity deals or doing some sort of partnership deal. Now it's you're going to start seeing some of the, the really, really established people in the space on the agency side, stay boutique and just turn internal. Because the hardest part to build, the most expensive bill on the P&L is what? It's us. It's always us. It's mm-hmm. always us. It's always the people that don't want Absolutely. to pay all the bills. So I, I'd like to take that interesting route of, D, I I know you guys are big as well. We're, we're 60 people plus. Tim, I know you've been a part of, and Justin, I know you guys got brands to, to be a part of. Are these conversations shifting when they're talking about like day-to-day performance and changing it more into like, let's look at what the P&L looks like across multiple weeks and multiple months?
0: I mean, that, that was something that I tried to hit on with clients in the beginning was, you know, right from the start even was, uh, don't expect to be profitable day one. If you expect that right now, if you expect that, then we're not a good fit. Um, you're, you know, I just looked at them as a little short-sighted. Um, you know, they, they need to, they need to expect a two or three month break. Even, um, that's, that's very standard. Um, and, uh, and they need to have a good lifetime value. And if, and if they're not on board with that, honestly, they're not a good client. Um, they're just not going to understand now you need to explain it to them. Um, and you know, uh, whatever, but if they're not even open-minded to listen to you or they expect a five row ass, like right on day one, like they're not going to be a good client I just better get rid of them, honestly. And then, yeah. And then just like Nick said, Um, uh, most of the agencies I know that are doing very well are the ones that are creating their own brands. Um, Like pretty much everyone on this call is doing actually. Um, But uh, uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's where the money is, right? If you're really good about doing it for clients, why not do it for yourself?
1: No, that's a fact. It's absolute fact because there's some people that I, I thoroughly despise product research. I thoroughly despise product development. There's all those things I don't need to manage, but that's why we have multiple partners in the space. But to me, it's like, if you can stay in your lane and do what you know how to do, right? If you can build a marketing department, like Common Thread, we built into like 25, 30 person team before it jumped out to, to do it for ourselves. We're 60 plus people on full funnel, right? Like that is, that is the hard part, building the team that knows how to execute the creative. And then this is why we've sunk and lost tons and tons of money on building a, an agency around content on, I mean, we're, we're, we're going right after No Limit Creatives, right? We're, we're literally going after no limit creatives because that space is so large and so addressable that it, the variable is, is iteration, right? It's not perfection. It's never been perfection. If you want perfection, you shouldn't be in digital marketing because you're going to get burnt out in two weeks with creative. It's always been an iterative game. Well, it's so just like
0: fashion, right? It's never finished.
1: This is fact. I fully agree with that. <laughs> on, on, on the creative side, we, we are focused on trying to find media buyers that are not ne- necessarily wanting to sit in accounts and be button pushers and turning them into creative strategists. We have this conversation, uh, calling from Boom, and he and I go back and forth on this. We're not looking for people that are going to be like, hey, I don't want to talk. I'm going to put down the lights. I just want to media buy. by. It's like, no, I need you to be able to be clearly given briefs and conversations around what we're testing and why we're testing, right? Like, that's why we need clean structures. That's all I care about now.
4: Nice. Good.
3: And constant creative, Nick. Uh, we have the deal for all the members, too. I think it's 10% off,
0: so...
1: Yeah, I'll go, I'll go steeper on that too. I didn't want to go too deep on that okay. stuff, but I, I
0: yeah, give that. it a little pitchy pitch,
1: <laughs> no, no pitchy pitches. We, <laughs> we, we create content. Um, we're very iterative on this. Don't use us. If you don't know how to talk creative, if you can't talk creative, you're going to get something back. You're going to get something back because you gave no direction. So that's all I'll tell you. I'm all well, done. I'll, I'll tell questions. everyone here
0: that I I personally sat next to Nick and worked with him for a year side by side. And, uh, and if you want good stuff, hit him up.
4: Thanks. Like an amazing guy.
0: Amazing guy. Dee, what do you got going on right now?
4: Man, just uh, just head down, trying to understand what's what's coming down the pipe. That's, that's the main thing. And then, you know, really focusing on um, building up exactly what, what Shash is talking about. If we can build that army as that next chess move and have the influencer team, have the email team and act actually, and then once we have those, I mean, really big on the agenda this year is having those, but then actually having them congeal Mm -hmm. and have that real fluency because we're fully remote, right? Like I've got team like literally everywhere. So having that congealed part is is a real big focus of this year. But then also just getting everyone to skill up on being a a lot more technical marketers. Like I've got my sales guys reading like Google's Flock white paper just to understand what federated learning means and what this cohorting means and how this actually is going to impact us because like... I don't know. I've got this feeling that in six to nine months from now, we're gonna we're gonna wake uh, the people that aren't keeping their finger on the pulse because it gets exhausting after a while. It's like talking about COVID now and how scary it is now. People get sick of that shit. Yeah. This is gonna be, be the same kind of deal. It's like fuck. Like, can, can we stop talking about this whole COVID fourteen bullshit? Um, but the thing is, it, it's you know talking to. So I've I've managed to make pals with uh, her name's Angelina Ang. She's the VP of Measurement and Attribution at the IAB, um, and so you know like we get to jam every once in a while. And she's like, listen, I get to I get to sit in on these calls at the W3C level, where I get to see Facebook and Google working together to propose what's coming down um, in the future. And W3C like pretty much like dictates how the internet runs to so a they're certain the, They're the of
0: compatibility company, yeah.
4: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's, it's just to hear Facebook working in Google's office. So what is coming down in six to nine months, bro? Oh, right. So like wall gardens, man, I I really think that that's likely going to be the case. Uh, Writings on the wall, you know, like in the earnings call uh, in February, um, Facebook CFO was like, you know, we're really going to start pushing on Facebook commerce, um because they need to keep everything first party right facebook does not have a browser facebook does not have hardware they're trying to push into ARVR and mm-hmm. a lot of talk around ARVR being that next thing which kind of makes me worried because when someone puts shines a light on something when other something else is in trouble it usually means that they think that it's really in trouble and want to move somewhere else you know like um, so, and I mean, it, for the writing on the wall, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not. Um, but fuck it, whatever. I mean, we're, we're in a close group. <laughs> right, um, worry, right, It's recorded.
1: So, don't worry. It's recorded.
4: Right. Right. Um, so fa- Facebook, uh, we got, we got, we just got admitted two weeks ago into an alpha test for one of her clients. Um, is that the 500k one? one? Of, yeah. So we got, <laughs> we got, we got, we got, we got a 500k comp from Facebook, yep. um, for, for an output test for one of our brands that's amazing. Uh, to, to just to test Facebook shop. So like commerce, it's purely in
0: app, everything is in there. So, you oh, know, like a random question for you. Someone asked be- the other day, I didn't know the answer to that. You might know um, if you have all your stuff uh, in the, the old Facebook uh, shop, you know, Facebook, like uh, the one that's been around for years. Um, do you have to, is there, does it, does it port over automatically to commerce manager or do you have to like, like do it uh, again, basically set it up again there? i don't a- know i haven't i haven't jumped in yet do you guys like I,
4: well probably. i mean i don't execute that, yeah. on them i believe yeah like,
3: I know with shopify when you do it through the sales channel even if you like log in and log out or whatever you have to create like a new one and it ports it all in so i
4: don't know if other platforms do it different but that's how shopify does it yeah i'll report back though I, but that being said i think this this one brand does did not have an old one so we're just creating it from scratch so i can't tell whether it, it does need to get well, done again though
0: do we have any, any, any questions from the from the audience?
3: Yeah, so here's a really good one. Uh, CBO, ABO with degradation coming down. Obviously, CBO leverages a lot more learning versus ABO being more manual optimization. Have you guys tested that and were you seeing
1: for differences?
0: I'm so personally at, liking CBO right now, but...
1: At the very beginning, people went... People, this is, this is what I'm noticing, especially with these specific questions. People go 100% CBO mm-hmm. or 100% ABO.
0: Yeah, do some of both.
1: Never in my life can you commit to this. That No matter what, no matter what anybody says, you cannot commit to the entire thing. This is, I've taken from Jordan Bernard. It's like, it's an ecosystem. It's 100% an ecosystem. And I know Tim early on said like, what is working right now? What isn't working right now? We have four to six X cost caps working for us on the prospecting level. Whoa. Four to six X cost caps. That's crazy. So you're bullying
0: level. on the cost cap? That's ballsy. Hard.
1: Bro. I think our average budget around these is about $2,000 a day. That's ballsy. It's still not even spending it's what? still not even spending Fuck no i i, I see here and i'm like why is this not working why is it not blowing the budgets it still won't spend i don't know why if, i don't know if that's something on, on our thing i've had know. a it's weird glitch again. too
0: where a couple of just landing page view campaigns just were active not in review totally fine just didn't spend shit, but all the other campaigns were spending fine and they didn't spend a dollar no so and then, weird. And
1: then on this on the actual structure which i never really pay attention to any of this stuff on the actual ads in ad sets they want us to stay below six ads. I told them the rep itself, I was like, listen, I don't, anything you guys ever give us never fucking works. I took this one, I was like, I'm curious, let's see what happens here. <laughs> We're going with six ads, every single ad in this ad set. And this is across seven brands. I think it's seven, seven brands right now is what I have. All ads are different. One's a carousel, one's a collection, one's yep. a two carousel, one's an image, one's a video, every single one is different. So and I think that's kind of what I was going to allude to is if it's giving you everything, it's hitting on all types of things, and then we we are running almost exclusively full funnel CBOs, which is something that Common Thread talks about, which is prospecting, re-engagement, and remarketing, in that one specific campaign structure. So those are the two things that we're really trying to fuck with on our end. I had to throw that in there. Apologies, D. I wanted to ask you this on our on our Facebook test. I know I don't even know if we're able to talk about this, but I think I can bring it up. Um, this is literally the structure that they gave us. I'm, this is a Facebook email from the rep, it says, in this opportunity we'd be running ad campaigns, sending hundred percent of a campaign's traffic to your shop. The campaigns should be created to Facebook specification. Please check the test below. We are willing to coupon up to the amount of $500,000. Never in my life have I been gifted anything. And for the first one to be 500K, I lost my shit. Half shoe. a million I bucks. <laughs> half, yeah, go, like go. I'm like, no, no, and no. It no, on no, you go. tonight, bro. I was like, okay, are we billing on this or what? (laughs) So it's, this is the campaign objective. Campaign one, conversions, U.S. targeting, excluding travelers. No other campaign should utilize any audience. Yeah, we got you. We're not doing this anyways. Placements, all manual placements, um, optimized for purchase, single media.
0: All manual placements?
1: Placements, all choosing only manual placements, which I'm saying, like, don't do all, all placements. That's why I understood it, and then the creative format single media, which we confirmed one image. Huh? I'm we like, okay. The next one would be product catalog, US only, exclude travelers. So we have two campaigns running to Facebook Shop for five hundred thousand dollars. Supposed to go live today. Didn't go live today. So hopefully we go live tomorrow. I'll keep I'll keep the group updated. Cool.
0: Yeah, how is the new I Facebook know. shop? I haven't seen it. Like the old one was really shitty and was like, never did anything. Is this new one going to like, what is it? I haven't even seen what it looks like. Like I've seen the commerce manager, but like, what does the shop itself look like? Is it any good looking? It's,
1: it, it reminds me of Notion.
0: It's just minimal, just simple. Kind of like a canvas or something?
1: A little bit. It's all it's, it's a, let me see if I have a screenshot for it. If I don't have a screenshot, we'll keep going.
0: I imagine it's like you click it and it takes you to like a, like a collection looking page kind of thing.
3: I don't think I've seen one sale from it for any of the brands that I have. Have you, mm-hmm. done it it, Max?
2: They don't let us sell our stuff because it's like we always have issues because we sell U.S. currency and they don't like that. So yeah, they don't, they don't let, they don't let any of our fucking products on there. It's assholes.
0: <laughs> there, way, Justin? Do you have any other questions from the yeah, audience?
3: Yeah, so one big question is automated rules. How has automated rules shifted um, being with all of the algorithm shifting and, you know, 28 day going away? You can still see 28 day if you want click through anything with the API. So it like does work with Supermetrics for those that don't know. But how has your rules shifted based around this whole restructure?
4: Anybody? We haven't even gotten, we haven't even gotten into rules yet because it hasn't, it hasn't hit. So we're keeping everything status quo. Like once it hits, like the whole AEM rad thing, restricted, aggregated, delayed, um, that's where rules are gonna have to shift. And we have to kind of like wait till we're in the environment before- yeah, you don't know any of the metrics. start making those. Yeah, 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 exactly. But- yeah, I, with conversion All API, my rules are off
0: too. Right see, now, they completely off.
3: Yeah, but with, with conversion API though, there's not gonna be a three day do, delay, correct? Because it's first party data.
4: Mm, so no, if it's an opted out user, yeah, oh. if, if it's an opted out user, even with Cappy, um, if if it's an opted out user, it still falls under restriction aggregation delay. So that's also another area that's like been really hazy coming out of Facebook, right? Like no, at some point they were hanging a lot. Like I, re- I remember that that initial webinar that they put out for advertisers for app to web. And they were saying like you know verify your domain make sure you plug in your conversions api Mm. and they seemed like it was really cryptic like they were hanging all of their hopes on conversions api and then further and further along as we started we i started digging up more information i find that even though because it's an honor system not a technical imposition Right, Because it's an honor system, if someone has opted out, regardless of whether it is a pixel track, non-first party, or whether it is first party parsed back by a conversions API, Facebook still has to treat those users. So in other words, conversions API goes back, it matches to a certain Facebook user, it goes through the index to go, this user is opted out at the first instance, mm-hmm. then restriction aggregation delay still has to, has to kick in. So that's mm-hmm. where... That's where things get really difficult. So, so it does get
0: attributed just a few days later, or it doesn't get attributed at all. You're yeah, going to delay
3: it up to three days.
0: Apple's going to. Randomized,
1: randomized up to yeah. three days. That is the issue that I still can't get my head around. Between one to
0: three. Yeah. It well, randomizes uh, the user or randomizes uh, when it tells you
4: a conversion. When it
0: randomizes done. when it yeah. tells you. Okay.
4: So it could be, it could be one day later. It could be up to, for look like between between twenty four to forty eight is what they're saying. I think I forget if it's seventy two, so, so cool um, but it's between metrics. those. Yeah. That's still not, so then that's still you, not you're gonna bad. have to. No, it's not that. It's not that bad. It's more like I can see how. Yeah, and I can see how a lot of the less experienced, you know, people might have trouble wrapping their head around it. It's like, wait, you know, before it was like this happened. An hour ago, let me hit refresh, and then now right, it's happening. I right, can trust right. that it happened then, but now it's like, wait, this happened yesterday, the day before. How am I optimizing? How am I making up my rules? How am I making decisions? You know, I, I, I see a lot of people having trouble
0: there. Like, I, I'm, well, what do you, yeah, what would you recommend for that? So I, we, know,
4: so I have,
1: I do have notes on this one. So we have the team at Magics is, um, they've been really, really good to me specifically, and they're going to continue to be good to our community. The team at Magics will have updates on what they recommend. In my most recent conversations with them, you got to be optimizing off the one to seven day window. You just have to move everything back up from the seven day uh, from the twenty eight to the seven day, and again, optimizing on the shortest amount of time possible won't make you go broke. Like you, you, nobody's gone broke by optimizing a one day click, and I'm just,
0: it's the most annoying thing. But I might make a T-shirt I, out of it. Per- personally, I have had more luck with seven day.
1: Of course, because it's more, it's more, again, it's more data, but if you're, yeah. it's, if it's going to be a randomizer between three days, you still don't know if that decision that you're making today in that account, if I log in right now, what am I looking at? Am I looking at yesterday's data? If it's Tuesday, am I still looking at Sunday's data? There's a lot of variations well, on this stuff.
0: Not, not really, actually, if you think about it, because it's not like it's going to report, like if it, like if the sale happened three days ago and it and it reports today, it's not going to report in today's stats. It's going to report in stats from three days ago. So you just have to go back and
1: look- You're still making optimizations based upon what the overall data looks like, Totally, totally.
0: But that's the same thing you have to do with webinars and all sorts of other things. Uh, uh, Any phone call sale kind of things. Like there's always gonna be a couple day delays on those. So you just have to do the same thing where you just look at a top of funnel metrics, um, you know, uh, uh, anything you can, whether it's even CTRs, click-through rates, uh, What you know, uh, landing page click-through rates, whatever you do have access to. Um, You just have to go by those uh, and know, hey, like my normal, Click through rate, you know, cost per view, content or whatever is twelve bucks, and if that's twelve bucks, then my usual sale is around twenty. <laughs> uh, and you has got to kind of like optimize that way. You know, it's not obviously yeah. not very uh, uh, great, but uh, and then and then and then use Wicked Reports and uh, Supermetrics and Google Analytics, and then up, up the budgets on the stuff that's doing well. You know,
3: so Wicked Reports uses their own technology, so Wicked Reports won't. You can see the, like first click, last click, linear for all of the Facebook data. Mm-hmm. The, bad, the one thing that I, it doesn't update until the next day. I think it's like midnight or eight. So you'd be able to see the previous day. But instead of waiting three days with Wicked, you would actually be able to determine the incrementality day prior um, u- utilizing their system. But it just doesn't go into Ads
4: Manager. That's the right. That right there is now we've come, we've arrived at the first party stuff. Like that's where the first party CDPs, first party DMPs, that part is gonna be very helpful if you can just suck up all that stuff that happens on your mm-hmm. site at that time, turn it into first party, dashboard it out somehow, yep. and then make it mimic. So at least that way you, you have some level of confidence to go, okay, well, I can see how Facebook can treat that as a rolling between 24 to 48 hours and it's constantly rolling. But meanwhile, I have my dashboard that if I build it up correctly and I can trust the tech, that's going to be my near real time. You mm-hmm. can kind of look at the delta between and then you know the brain all of a sudden can really start to see the beast for what it is as opposed to this like, what is this aggregated statistically modeled thing that's happening? And we mm-hmm. don't even know whether, it, here's the really interesting part. I really wonder if Facebook's um, reporting is going to go to a place where it shows you opted out certain set of metrics opted in certain set of metrics so you actually see which one is aggregated delayed and restricted and which ones are real time who knows i haven't seen an alpha there so i would think they're not going to do that
0: yeah i I would think so too but i mean you know i'm I'm just trying to push it into the universe they're not going to tell you the data on the people that opted out that's like exactly what they're supposed to not do right yeah well what (laughs) if
4: it's a what if it's a really broad percentage though what if it's like a really broad like yeah yeah i I don't know know, man your audience
0: this is is very unknown territory right like exactly uh, for for all we know yeah you're right for all we know people are gonna be sick of like really crappy ads targeting them and uh and then you know they'll roll back or hey facebook hires a better lobbying firm and uh you know and uh apple gives in you know what i mean like there's a or apple just launches
2: a a superior ad platform Mm mm-hmm I think it's their play. I think that's, I don't think we're that far off from seeing Apple. Didn't
4: Apple try that? Oh, they didn't did, have yeah. A but
2: they have a lot more leverage right now. Oh
4: I yeah. I, yeah. I saw an, an
3: article true. even in, I think in their TOS or whatever with this whole iOS 14, that says that they won't be restricted from using the data for average. Yeah.
2: yeah, so the, so they, they have won't. access yeah. to everything. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And and I know so I know they, they are making an ad platform. Yeah, I've seen an announcement that they are making an ad platform. I don't know when it's launching.
3: I want to be respectful of everyone's time so does everybody have a hard stop or i know we poured in an hour but i know you guys are all super busy so
1: yeah i got I'm, I'm going into one right now but i will tell you tim again brother i miss you uh,
0: i'm thankful for for all are you just you grab a drink sometime you live close i'm very close dude
1: I'm, i am very close <laughs> d I, I love you buddy i hope you're well max i will see you soon i'm coming to miami if you want to go to meet me in puerto rico i'll see you in puerto Rico. <laughs> Justin, I don't know where you're at, but I'm going to Austin, Texas this week. If you're fucking around there, I'll be there, buddy. We I'm not gonna. We sold out Geek Out. We sold 75 tickets with zero ad spend and just me talking about it because people want to get back into people person stuff.
0: Yeah, dude. people are, are so, begging for it. Congratulations, that's amazing.
1: Thank you guys. So I will. I I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. leaks crew, thank you. I'll see you guys soon.
0: You Thanks, Justin. Hey, my
4: um. By the by the way, before you bounce, my team my team's gonna have a, a retreat and. Where the fuck are they going? Somewhere in LA. Second week of second week of April. I'm gonna hit you guys up because I think they'd they'd love to. I'll be here. See your faces.
1: They, you come to the studio. We have a lot of room, brother.
4: Beautiful. I think they're in Newport. They're gonna be in Newport. That's where they got, got Airbnb. Oh, I in live Newport. in Newport. Yeah, that's what's up. They're gonna be so pumped to be. It's able a great to meet place for a vacation.
0: Let me tell you. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Um, do we have? Do we have one? Well, I don't want to drag this on too long. Um, I feel like we've gone over this iOS fourteen thing pretty, 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 uh, uh, you know, pretty good. Uh, do we have any uh, quick uh, audience questions that we could we could get through? Um,
3: anything with like bottom of funnel? Um, anybody seeing degradation on bottom of funnel, middle of funnel, video views? You guys noticing anything around that?
0: Um, I'm seeing. That I'm happen? seeing. Uh, uh, to optimize for purchase was better than landing page views. Bottom of funnel. Um, uh, but then I've also seen, uh, <laughs> I've also seen a view content bottom of funnel crushing. So I don't know. It's kind of all over the place, honestly, at the moment.
2: Yeah. We haven't seen, uh, I mean, there's been volatility like usual, but we haven't seen any like dramatic changes to bottom of the funnel. We haven't changed any strategies for it. i that's like,
0: the yeah, same exactly. There's the bottom of funnels the, the existing bottom of funnel stuff should typically be okay. The thing is by then, right. You've already filtered down the audience. Um, uh, so if Facebook doesn't have to work as hard um, to try to find your uh, your purchaser, yeah. right? At your that audience.
2: point, it's more it's more on you. It's more right. on your, exactly. your marketing. It's gonna be more your, your creative and your
0: point. lander. Yeah, hundred percent. What else we got, Justin?
2: Um,
3: you open this. It's probably I hate when I open this. It's gonna open up all the yeah, the sound. The sound. It's so stupid.
2: It's terrible. Um.
3: What is uh, it, Tim on your um, shotgun methods, 388 methods? I know 388, I think we've kind of said it's now 288. I've heard like you refer to that. Yeah, I've kind of here. like redone that one. Referring to that. There's questions around utilizing those methods and if they're still working as effectively with everything going on. And then also, the other big question was on a new brand startup that's just starting out now with no data no history and they're coming into the e game now, how does that change now versus prior?
0: Uh, I'd say uh, one, they need to be patient. <laughs> uh, uh, they're not gonna have as quick a success as they might have a few months ago or so. Um, but uh, but I, I, I mean, uh, I would still optimize for purchases right out of the gate, honestly, as long as they have a decent budget and they're gonna get some purchases. Um, and uh, just the rest of it's gonna be the same, make sure you have a good audience, uh, uh, good ads, um, you know, uh, uh, et etc. Um, none of that has really changed. Um, uh, yeah, none of that has really changed. Um, and, uh, and in regards to the, uh, the other methods, um, uh, the bully method uh, still works great. As Nick was just saying, he's crushing it on cost cap with bully method, which I've actually never tried because it's, yeah, it's very it risky. Like cost cap is <laughs> like, what are you really willing to spend? And they might actually charge you that. So just be careful. And it's <laughs> but, not uh, a hard cap either. Yeah. So, uh, so Nick's crushing it with that right now. I haven't tried that. I've been doing, I've been doing bully on bid cap and that's working very well. Um, also even auto bidding has been working pretty well, but once you scale up uh, the manual bidding, uh, seems to be necessary still. Um, if you don't want to spend uh, too much on conversions, um, and shotgun still works great shotgun, all shotgun is, is re, uh, pausing your bad ad sets and ads. And so the allocate, the budget gets allocated to your good ads. It's basically just CBO really. Um, and CBO still isn't doing a great job. It's, it's better than it used to be, but, um, but I still find you doing some manual stuff in there still does still still actually helps. Uh, if you have stuff performing like really shitty and stuff like that, um, rather than wait a few days for Facebook to figure that out, I'm just going to cut it now and then uh, let Facebook figure that out later.
3: We're working on a, we're working with Revealbot Bot and um, Wicked Reports on using. Yeah, they're, Revealbot they're trying to plug it in. Are you doing that too, Max?
2: No, I heard I heard you talking about that. That's, that's exciting. It makes yeah. sense.
3: So to run rules straight with RevealBot instead yeah. of using Ads Manager, it's it's leveraging Wicked Reports and like Excel yeah. sheet. So uh,
0: yeah, and uh, one thing we've been doing really well, uh, actually, that's doing very well is a uh, uh, have you guys done much uh, connected TV commercials? Mm. We've tried.
2: They, I they literally we we put in an application. to People just hate our brand. We actually were in a, a CNBC article yesterday. I didn't even know that. Somebody sent it to me. Like our oh, brand no. was in there about like. You know all the Trump businesses. It was it was pretty funny. We were like, oh, man," I made it into CNBC. Um, but like, <laughs> I put in <laughs> an application to run um, on Steelhouse, and I you know included our, our link, and they they sent me a message back saying, uh, "You know our team reviewed it, and uh, the owners of your business we found are have been like flagged for, like hate speech, so we're just not going to allow you on our platform." Oh my god! And I messaged, I was like, "I'm an owner of the." business i don't i don't know like what, what are you talking about they never mess with me back um so yeah i would love to run connected TV. i've heard great things we just are the nature of our businesses people just hate so it's we can't run anywhere um We're, well if
0: you guys want to see if you guys want to see what our connected tv ads look like uh just go to adleaks.com or join ad leaks um and then within like a couple hours if you just go on any uh hulu uh fox cnn abc any any Uh, HGTV, I mean, literally like any connected TV app, you'll see it. Um, And it's super cool. Um, And I am planning, as soon as I get more data on it, we've been on it for for about a month now. Um, As soon as I get some more data on it um, and uh, get it down better, I'm going to make a little mini course for everybody um, on how to do uh, connected TV advertising, um, because it's really helping conversions, honestly. Um, uh, it, it really does. When people say that you know, multi-channel like increases your conversion rate everywhere, it really is true. Um, yeah. I have literally, I can see on the stats and analytics where the the clicks and the conversion rate like like goes way the fuck up uh, the day the ad started. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, uh, so definitely recommend it. Um, and uh, I know if, a few platforms, Max. I know a couple that would uh, would accept would accept you also.
2: Yeah, um, shooting messages, uh, in Slack. Let me know. Okay, I, cool. We'll we'll definitely. We're trying to buy. We buy media everywhere. So the more places that allow us to buy media, we. Um,
0: no, totally, totally. And the cool thing about the TV is, I feel like you get like a lot of like credibility that way. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's on your fucking TV. It's Being really, on TV, you know,
2: yeah, still has yeah. that that.
0: Uh, um, and you can even TV. do. You know what? I haven't tried that. I'm only doing retargeting on it right now for ad leaks. Um, but I haven't. We, you can do cold. You can do prospecting through there too, and it supposedly works pretty well. I haven't tried that yet, but um, but uh, but yeah. Um and any any other questions, Justin, or should I wrap this up?
3: I don't think so. Do you want to mention the other method? I know it's top seeker, but I don't want to say what it is.
0: Which one are we talking about? E. <laughs> hmm? e-, e? Oh, I don't want yeah, I don't want to go over that one today. Okay. I'm saving that for something special.
3: Yeah, that's what I thought. That's for the <laughs> that's for the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> um, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is something that I will cover at some point. I just haven't decided when because that's like a really yeah, we'll get into that later. That's dope. Cool. Well, thank, thank you everybody for tuning in to this uh, awesome round table. Thank you so much, Max and D for joining and, and Nick. Uh, thank you guys so much. Honestly, I think that this uh, hopefully helped a lot of people um, and I definitely want to get on these more often because I feel like uh, uh, between all the other ad platforms that we could be talking about as well. Uh, and uh, you know, the stuff that we all find out uh, on a, on a daily and weekly basis here that I think it be, it could really help a lot of people uh, from going out of business, honestly. <laughs> Um, and can really help them, uh, you know, sustain their businesses and their families. So, hopefully, we can do these more often. Uh, if you guys have any uh, questions, comments, uh, uh, you know, anything, please, feedback, please let us know in the comments. Um, we want to know what you guys want, uh, what you want us to hear, et cetera, or what you want us to have on, whatever. Just give us your comments. Uh, and you guys have an awesome week.
3: Also, courses, ad leakers. If you guys have courses that you're looking at that we don't have in the vault, shoot. Um, mm-hmm. you- him a message and we yep. can reach out and yeah there's help. any really
0: really good courses and stuff like that that you guys want uh that we do not have in the vault uh let us know and we'll work on getting that in there for you
3: yep we have licensing
0: agreements amazing in place.
3: yep awesome. all right well thanks, thanks everybody. appreciate it thanks guys, Bam. You guys much love
0: have a good, week, so good guys. seeing y'all
4: you too bye-bye later boys